All right, guys, we're here today for the e-commerce opportunity. We're going to be talking about affiliate marketing. And I brought on Noah. Hey, Noah, how are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me, Chase. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm pumped. So let's talk about affiliate marketing. Before we do, I want to talk about what you were doing right before this. So I know we were talking before you were building brands. How, how do those brands go? And what was the opportunity that led you from that to kind of what you're doing today? Yeah, so about five and a half years ago, yeah, five years ago, I uh, just heard about Shopify. I actually heard about dropshipping just from a friend who was uh, building a store just using Oberlo, like the old-fashioned method of just you know simple dropshipping. And uh, at the time, I was working on a fishing boat, and I was making like you know whatever a couple hundred bucks a day on the boat. And my friend was making a couple hundred bucks a day on his store, and I was like, wow, like if I could do this, like I'll easily be able to quit my fishing boat job. So I just got super intrigued by it, and I was like, yo, can you help me build this out? Like I would really appreciate it. And he did. And I just became, you know, I just got obsessed with it very, very quickly. And I ended up quitting that fishing boat job and just going, you know, full, full time into this, uh, this store. And uh, the only way I was getting traffic to it was literally just by following and unfollowing people that followed similar stores and messaging them to become an ambassador and, and an affiliate. Uh, so affiliate marketing was always like a, a big marketing channel, even from the beginning before I even knew what I was really doing. Um, and then from there, you know, I learned Facebook ads. I paid for a consulting call with this guy, Teo Vanyo. I don't even know if he's around on the internet anymore, but there was no one really teaching courses back then, like how it is now. So I couldn't, it wasn't, you know, as easy to learn this stuff. So I found some guy from YouTube who was doing consulting calls. He taught me Facebook ads. I started, you know, running Facebook ads for my own store, just building new stores. And I started doing it as a service for other stores. Um, and I just got like really heavily involved in the marketing side of e-commerce. And, you know, I ended up dropping out of college and just pursuing it full time. And uh, throughout all these stores, affiliate affiliates were always like a huge traffic source. So I, I kind of like learned the value of it off the bat. And uh, yeah, I mean, eventually that's what ended up sparking into Social Snowball. I love it. So you you had brands, you were doing that. You saw that there was a need for other people to maybe make affiliate marketing a little bit more accessible and easy. Um, when you came up with the idea, how long did it take you from idea to actually like prototype to getting you know your, your first customer? Yeah, I mean, I'd say the idea process itself was a little bit of time in the making. So like I said, like my first ever store had an affiliate program, even though I was making discount codes manually and DMing them to people on Instagram, like doing everything with my own two thumbs. Like it, I technically like was already working towards what was already turning into the idea of Social Snowball back then. Uh, but then once I started built, you know, getting more involved with stores and on the marketing side, I you know started playing around with the softwares that were already available in the Shopify ecosystem. Um, because I just knew the value of affiliates. I knew how much people love to be part of a community. They love to have a discount code with their name in it and put it in their Instagram bio. It's like a flex to their friends, like, oh, I'm part of this brand. Like, it's like a little show off thing that they have. And it builds community. And on top of that, it builds revenue. And an affiliate program was like an essential part of all of these stores I was working for or working with. Um, so the idea of it was like a long time coming and having had the experience with these other softwares in the Shopify ecosystem that were already out there. I like noticed that all of them did a few things that were just very unintuitive to me. They just didn't make sense. They, it was very manual and very outdated. Um, so that's kind of where the idea really started to spark. Like, you know, the whole way that these other softwares would have you acquire affiliates was just very manual and just a process that involved way too much friction. Um, and from a brand owner's perspective and from a marketing perspective, there's no reason that a brand wouldn't want as many affiliates as possible because like the worst thing an affiliate can do is promote your brand and not get you sales, which is still putting out content on the internet for your brand and it's still delivering value. And then the best thing an affiliate could do and what they very often will do is actually generate you sales 
And those are customers you're acquiring without spending any more ad dollars. So there's no reason to not have as many of those as possible. And like the way I saw it is everyone was already affiliate an affiliate. Like if they bought from your store and they had a good experience, they're already going to tell their friends and family. So it comes down to like, do you want to track that attribution data or do you not want to track that attribution data? Obviously any marketer wants to track as much attribution data as possible, especially with like how much harder it's been to track attribution data with the new iOS updates, et cetera. Um, and then also, you know, by turning everyone into an affiliate, it's further incentivizing them to actually like beyond the, the existing attribution data, if they were going to share it to their friend, like maybe they'll be more motivated and go post about it on social media or if they have a blog, post about it there and turn it into something, you know, bigger than just one referral. It could be like a, a side hustle for them since there's that incentive in place. So there were just like a lot of little things. Um, there are, you know, additional problems, just bottlenecks I found with the other affiliate softwares. And that was kind of when I was like, okay, I actually, you know, I talked to a lot of other e-commerce friends and everyone agreed with me. And I was like, you know what, I'm actually going to build this. Like there's really a need for this and it would be scratching my own itch and it would be solving the same problem for a lot of other people. Um, So to answer your question, I went on a bit of a tangent, but the timeline from when I had that idea to when we launched was about 15 months. months. Nice. I got a bunch of questions. Uh, I'll start with one at a time though. Are you technical or did you find a technical co-founder, partner? Did you outsource it? Who actually built the tech? Yeah. So I'm super not technical. um, And I did not even find a technical co-founder. I actually didn't even know finding a technical co-founder is what people do if they're not technical. I just didn't even know that was a thing. So I actually, yeah, I outsourced. I found an agency that kind of did like a done for you package where they would do like all UX, UI, the actual, you know, functionality of the app and uh, the website as well. So I kind of just paid like one done for you package and, uh, this agency, they, they told me it would take three months to build and it ended up taking 15. But I guess uh, that's kind of the way it goes sometimes with software. Crazy, man. And is the business bootstrapped or is it funded? It's mostly bootstrapped. So it was bootstrapped up until about a month ago and we just did a little pre-seed. Um, but getting it off the ground, you know, getting our first 1,000 customers even, um, everything was bootstrapped. Nice. C- congrats on uh, you know bootstrapping. Congrats on, on the race. That's awesome. What... What decision as a founder went through your mind of like, do I raise capital? Do I not raise capital and keep bootstrapping? Like, and how did you end up raising capital? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because like my entire mentality, like I was positive I was going to bootstrap the entire time. Like there wasn't even a doubt in my head. I, I just had the vision so clearly. And it's interesting, like I definitely had obviously had a change of heart and I realized the value of outside capital. Um, and I think bringing in outside capital is cool for, for a couple of reasons. One is the obvious and it accelerates things because it lets you do things faster. Um, like, you know, the company cash flows, but not fast enough to be building everything we want to be building. And with the fast growth that we have had on the user side, building things on the business side as fast or faster really, really help. And if there's like a lag of that, then it could lead to poor customer experience and that could, you know, hurt your reputation. So there is value in having just enough capital to be able to do all those things that you want. Um, and then another great value add of, of bringing in outside capital is that we we only had investors come in that were strategics. So they were value add investors. So they were either people with really big e-com brands that already used social snowball that you know loved it so much that they wanted to be more involved and wanted to help with the direction of the product and you know help spread the word. So they came in as advisors as well. A lot of them, not all of them, but we, so like, that's also, you know, a huge value add is that these people now that were already using social snowball and were already involved. Now they're more involved and they also have, you know, some skin in the game and they have a lot of great ideas for us since they're actually our end user, these e-commerce store owners that now came in as invest investors and advisors. They're like, you know, 
the best the best place to get any information from because they actually use the product themselves. I love that, man. I want to talk about definitions really quickly. What's the difference or is there no difference between the words affiliate, you know, referral marketing, ambassadors? Like, I, I think those three words are used interchangeably. Like, are those all the same thing? Are they different? And if so, how are they different? So I think the technically correct answer for that is that an affiliate is rewarded with cash. A ref- like an affiliate program rewards affiliates with cash. A referral program re- rewards advocates with discounts or gift cards. And an ambassador, and I think an ambassador, maybe there's no reward. I'm not positive on that, but I think that's technically, even though they are used interchangeably and I even use them interchangeably because that's just kind of how it is. I think if you were to technically look up the difference, it would be like a referral program rewards with like discounts or, or a point system. Like, you know, there's some softwares that you could get rewarded with points and then cash in points for a discount. Um, but an affiliate program, I'm pretty sure by definition means that you're paying out your affiliates in actual cash for their referrals. Got it. And, and to clarify then, so the tool that you've built is specifically focused on affiliates. So you're turning customers or subscribers on your list into um, like a conversion focused sales army, for lack of a better word. Correct. And we are adding the ability to pay through discount codes and gift cards just because it's more universal. Like even though we have a really great payout solutions already integrated, um, it it works with 100 countries and there's more than 100 countries and we want Social Snowball to work with every country. So we are adding. And also there's just some people that would rather reward with gift cards or discounts for whatever reason. So we want to have that option there as well. So we are building that out. But up until this point, it has been strictly like textbook affiliate marketing where you get rewarded cash. And the reason we did this is because we noticed with other referral programs that if you're getting rewarded a discount, you might be really motivated to get one referral so you can get that discount. But with cash, you might be motivated to get a hundred referrals because there's no reason you wouldn't want unlimited cash. And there is reason you would, wouldn't want unlimited discount codes to one website. I love that. A couple other questions I have for you. So whether they're clients or customers of yours or not, what are some brands that you can share that are doing a great job like with affiliate programs? And, and maybe they're your customers, maybe they aren't. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't, as far as my own customers, just for uh, privacy reasons, I don't, I, I usually can't disclose okay. any actual brand names, but I could tell you like what brands are doing that makes a big difference. So for example, like there's, there's a lot of little things that you can do to really get the most out of an affiliate program. So one is everyone is like converting everyone into an affiliate automatically is like a huge one. And Social Snowball does this for you. So whenever a customer purchases on, purchases on your store, Social Snowball will automatically create them an affiliate account and a custom discount code or tracking link with their name in it and give it to them natively on the thank you page after they purchase. So it's not like a one-click signup where they have to like enter their email after purchase or there's a pop-up. It's not a two-click signup or it's a zero-click signup. Like every customer becomes an affiliate. They're an affiliate automatically. Um, they would be an affiliate anyway, you know, if, assuming your customers are having a happy brand experience, which if they're not, then that's another problem you have to work on. But assuming they are, they're already affiliates for you. You're either tracking that attribution data and further incentivizing it or you're not. So that's like a big, that's like a huge concept. So automating affiliate acquisition is is one huge one. And, and that is something that social, social Snowball does uh, for you. But then taking it a step further, doing things like sending reminders for your affiliates to use their, to share their codes at strategic times is really valuable. So like I always tell our clients, when are your customers most excited about your brand? Because that's when they're going to be most excited to share your code and get you more referral sales. So post-purchase, like instant post-purchase is a great time. People just bought, they're excited. 
you know, every, there's a lot of other pieces of e-commerce tech that are refining the post-purchase experience and making that as great as possible. Like, you know, you see companies like Olipop and a lot of other big DTC brands have people who just work in customer experience. Um, and that's definitely the, the way things are moving. So people are happy and excited, po- right? Post-purchase, that's a great time to get them onboarded with the affiliate program, which is why we have um, that uh, thank you page offer. But then as far as reminders, when are other times that you're customers are most excited when your orders, when their order ships, they probably get a little, you know, dopamine rush. That's a great time to send a reminder when the order's out for delivery and even better. So when the order arrives and they unbox it and they have that magical, amazing experience that your product team puts so much time and effort into that's a great time to send a reminder because not only are they going to be super excited about it, but they can actually create content with it and post that on social media or whatever channels that they were promoting on. They have the product in their hand now. It's it's the best time. It's There's no better time than then to remind them and incentivize them to further go on and promote. Love that. So one, one more question I have about this program that I want to ask you a little bit more how you found users as a business, but how, how much percentage are people uh, or, or customers of yours or clients of yours essentially brands uh, paying to their affiliates. So they're paying 10% or they're paying 25% they're paying 50%. Like what's the kind of range of percentage that you you recommend? Yeah. So, I mean, we see everything and we, I've seen a lot of different numbers work. And one thing that's cool is like, we give you the ability to choose either a fixed rate commission or a percentage commission. Um, percentage commission usually makes sense for most brands. What, what, what I usually tell people is the more you give, the more you get. Um, there's no reason to not be a little extra generous with these incentives because you have to keep in mind like the discount that you offer to to customers if you are offering that you could also use a tracking link and not offer a discount but let, let's say you are the discount and the commission that you're paying that is your cac so there's no there's no acquisition costs here besides that so you might as well be a little on the generous side because again like that is your cac and you can define your cac it's not like with facebook where it's like a guessing game and your cac is this one day and it's you know way higher the the next day like you you choose where your cac is and it's going to stay as that no matter how many affiliate sales you get because it's either going to a conversion's either going to happen at that cac or it's not going to happen there's no you know bidding strategies or anything like that um so yeah i mean the more you give the more you get i'd say by by default social snowball will give you a 10% uh, reward on both sides. So 10% cash paid to affiliate and 10% discount to customer, um, which is a little on the lower side. I wouldn't go lower than that because it's just not as much motivation. I would say a 15 and 15 converts really, really well. Um, and if you can do like a 15, 20 or 2015 or a 2020, that like will convert even better. And it, again, it's, it's going to be different for every brand because you don't want to cut too aggressively into your margins. But if you have your numbers really clean and you know what CAC you can give, and it, you can give a higher CAC, there's no reason you wouldn't want to because you're going to get unlimited customers with this method and your CAC will never, ever change. Awesome. One follow-up question there. So is the understanding for the customers that are essentially your affiliates, are they getting paid out only on the first sale? Or if, if that customer then buys from you again, are they getting paid out again? Just so brands can kind of map out like, okay, maybe on the front, I can be a little bit more aggressive because this is a one-off sale that these affiliates are going to get. Or maybe I need to be mindful of the fact that like this is something that's going to be recurring and we're going to be paying out this customer for life. How does that typically work? Yeah. So the way we have it set up now is that if you acquire, if an affiliate refers one customer and that customer becomes a repeat buyer, assuming they use the same discount code that they used the first time, it would still be a referred sale for that affiliate right. and you wouldn't have to pay them a commission. Though we are building a feature where after you refer a customer once, their future sales, they could still use like whatever tracking uh, link or discount code that you referred from, but you wouldn't be giving a commission to that affiliate. And that's just going to be up to the merchant if they want to or not. And there's obviously, you know, there's, there's pros and cons of doing it either way. Cool. 
And then the last question I have is I'm sure people listening to this might have SaaS companies or agencies or whatnot, and any of these learnings will be applicable. How have you gone about kind of acquiring customers and scaling the business from you know zero to however many customers you're at? And you don't have to share the number of customers you're at, but how, how have you gone about acquiring, you know, paying customers for social studio? Social snowball. Oh, sorry, social snowball. Yes. <laughs> social snowball. Um, yeah. So it started with just exhausting my network and the networks of people around me. So, you know, had it having had that e-commerce experience under my belt the five years leading up to the launch, I had a pretty good network of people in the e-commerce space and people with followings in the e-commerce space. So, you know, we we did a little beta launch, we got some stores on it, people were starting to get results and we're like, all right, let's start to open the floodgates a little bit. So we posted about it everywhere. You know, it was just a game of making content. We showed what it did. We explained what it was. And honestly, just the concept of it itself was unique enough that it really got people's attention and they wanted to give it a try. And then after they tried it, they'd like it and they'd stay. So like our our creative twist, like it was really, you know, our, our big marketing push in the beginning, at least was our automated affiliate acquisition, the zero click sign up through checkout. That's, you know, people really like that concept. Um, and so we use that for our marketing material. So it, it would be enough to get people to sign up. And since, you know, it's such a risk-free product-led uh, startup, like there's there's no reason to not start that 14-day trial we have because the worst thing that could happen is you uninstall it and it was free. So there's no reason to not st- to use it. And then the majority of our customers that would start that free trial, they actually liked it. So they would stay. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so yeah, so that was the beginning. It was just exhausting our network. Um Beyond that, we started, you know, doing little influencer partnerships. We, you know, partnered with influencers and would just have them, you know, post a YouTube video or something along those lines. And uh, it was the same kind of concept. People would be like, you know, it's a risk-free trial, 14 days, like I'll give it a shot. And if I like it, I'll say, and if you don't, you know, no hard feelings. And uh, so, you know, having that free trial really just makes it so easy. And also the way our pricing works is like, it's only based on results as well. So there's no real risk. You, You could have the app installed for free and never use it, but we'll never bill you unless it starts making you money. So it's just like a very risk. We wanted to make it as risk-free as possible. And I think that was like one, one great like retention trick that, that we used. Um, and then, I mean, further than that, we've been running Facebook ads as of more recently. Um, those have been doing pretty good. The, the, the stores that we've been getting signed up through Facebook ads have been lower quality. So like the way our pricing works, like, like I explained, is, is we only make money if you make money, but the more money you make, the more money we'll make. So if it's like a, a drop shipping store that, you know, is someone just saw an ad to make a dropshipping store and made one and then closes it down in a week. And it's not like a real business like that won't be a great customer for us. And we realized on Facebook that the majority of the customers we get, we get are like that. Definitely not all of them, but a lot. Um, and then a new thing that we've just started exploring is partnerships. So we're partnering with a lot of other Shopify apps. We've kind of gotten to the point where we're reputable enough that other Shopify apps have been reaching out to us. And when we reach out to bigger Shopify apps, they want to partner with us. So, you know, that could look like a blog swap, um, adding them to our, our app directory, adding um, us to their app directory or partner directory. Um, and, you know, most Shopify apps have like a, in their blog, they'll have like a top 15 Shopify app every every uh, store needs. So we'll add a partner's name to that and they'll add our name to their blog that says that that's like a pretty standard thing in the Shopify app space. Um, and, you know, other co-marketing activities like webinars and you know, stuff along those lines, little press releases, depending on this, how big the app is. Um, and, you know, we've done some content marketing too. We have a blog that we're really consistent with and we actually post really good content on it. And, you know, we've been doing that since day one and it's been seven months now and it's finally starting to get some organic traffic. So, you know, we're going to keep doing that. That's kind of the SEO game. It's the lo- it's the long-term game. Um, we also, you know, made a little YouTube channel podcast, uh, the Snowball Effect show, where we just talk about e-commerce and tips. And it's just, you know, nice, educational, nice. fun content that people who are in our audience would like. And, you know, 
maybe they'll end up converting to a customer. So we've kind of tried it all, honestly. We've, we've been doing a lot. Love it, man. Well, dude, thank you so much for being here. So that way, if someone else doesn't put your website or your name like I did, I'm going to drop all your links below. I'll have the website <laughs> URL. I'll have your personal socials. I'll have the, the blog. So thank you so much for, for being here. I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Chase. Appreciate it. All right, cheers.